back for episode number 32 of End to End. Uh, TV, Joe, and Flags are back. Uh, boys, what's going on? Got back from work, man. Gotta do this podcast. Exactly. Back on the grind. I was out in the bush all day today, guys. Why? What are you doing? You should have seen my clothes. I had burrs all over me. Just going on a hike or something? I was doing some field work. Cannot disclose that information. Oh, it's undisclosed. Okay. Big no, I can't talk about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if Flaker was growing some uh some gun but I was taking samples, basically. Okay. That's what that's okay. what I can tell you. Okay. So basically just another normal day in the work field. Another normal day in the life of an environment student. Beautiful. All right, well two guys signed who aren't students. They're pretty good at what they do. Uh they play in the NHL. They go by the names of Braden Point and Matthew Kachuk. They both signed three-year deals. Uh, Joe, you got the numbers on this, right? Yeah, so points that three years, 6.75 for three years, like you said. And Kachuk's yep. at three years at seven. So this trend keeps going, going on, man. The three-year yep. deals with these RFAs. It seems like I would say like 80% of these like good RFAs are signed at three years. They're still, of course, Ranton and Liney and Connor still unsigned as the big ones. Yes. It seems kind of likely that one of the three, I would say, would might get a three-year deal as well, just looking at all these other ones. But yeah, the exactly. point one is an absolute steal for Tampa. They just mm-hmm. somehow managed to get all these guys signed for like less than $10 million, basically. Like Kucherov's the highest at 9.5. I know Vasilevsky's going to be at 10.5, I believe, or 9.5 as well with Kucherov, right? No, I think 10.5. 10.5? Yeah, you'll get 10.5. Or 10 or something like that. Or something like that, yeah. But anyways, anyways, all these great players like for under market value. But the interesting thing with both of these guys is that in the third year, much like the Besser deal, the third year of these deals will have a higher uh, salary. Yes. Not necessarily AAV. So when they renegotiate in three years, these teams. So say, for example, like Kachuk, I think, is at nine or something like that. So when he renegotiates, he'll still be an RFA. And mm-hmm. the starting point will be $9 million that he'll yes, be asking exactly. for. Yeah, which is interesting. I think it's so, very interesting. I Quote me if I'm – or sorry, stop me if I'm wrong here, but I believe that the reason why Tampa is able to sign all these guys for, like, such low contracts – or not low contracts, but lower than what um, other teams would offer these mm-hmm. players is because in Florida, like, the state or – Tampa Bay is located. Um, I'm pretty sure there isn't. Uh, there might be income tax, but it's like the income tax is like very, very like lenient. Like you don't have to give up a lot of money on taxes there. So yeah, I'm pretty sure right. that's why players will settle for less money if they're playing in Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're not wrong. I heard that that might be a myth actually. Like I think I was talking to a few buddies and they were saying that like wherever the player plays in that specific game – that's where they get taxed. I think I don't know if I heard this really? on the radio. Yeah, so like any point, sport. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it's like say like huh. Tampa. So if Point plays in Tampa, he'll be taxed like at nothing. But then if he plays at Toronto, like that salary. So like game like three out of eighty two will be taxed yeah. at a certain percent. I don't know if that's true. Like there's huh. not really an answer, but that's what I've kind of heard. I so I don't know. That'd be very complicated. Yeah. So, so complicated. The, on the finance gym. for those teams are like... Yeah. You know what, though? That makes themselves. sense, though. Because technically, I mean, I have quotations. 
going on in the air here, but technically, um, like they're working in different cities every exactly like, couple days, right? So that would make sense. I but I, I don't know. I, either way, I, yeah. like he's gonna be playing forty-five games basically, or how many um, home games with Tampa Bay? So like, there you go. You'll be getting less taxes anyways. Yeah. But all in all, good deals from both of you, I think. Yeah, for I think sure. Man. For, I think for Kachuk, it's a win for both sides. For Point, I think Tampa won because Point's like a nine to ten million dollar player. Kachuk, <laughs> seven million for Kachuk is like fair for both sides. I think. Yeah, that's not like that's like I'd say that's his value probably. Yeah, he had seventy-seven points last year in eighty games played. The playoffs, he looked pretty good too. He had three points on five games. Yeah, um, he also in played... my opinion, he was one of the better Flames in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys would agree. Oh, oh yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's just that he brings different elements than like Point. Like he's a lot more nasty. He gets in your face in the yeah. corners and stuff like that. So he just brings a different element that's valuable to the Flames. Yeah, and whether sure. whether Point didn't like it or not, he kind of had to take a discount with all the contracts loading in in Tampa. So. I mean, for him, it's kind of like, okay, I want to win this cup right now with this team that we have so we can keep it together. And he kind of took a pay cut for that. But again, as Joe mentioned, those third years for all these RFAs are kind of worrisome because you're going to have to pay these players what the last over what the last year their contracts looking like. So I think points at nine, uh, Kachuk's at nine, Wierenski's at eight. Like you're going to have to pay over those million dollars for them. But I want to interrupt you there because Tampa Bay is in it to win it right now, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. those after those three years are over, um, like their team could change a lot. It could, them, yeah, you're right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that's a great deal for Tampa Bay. All right, okay. let's get to the most. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to. I want a nice okay. transition here okay. because okay. Matthew How do we Kachuk. Matthew okay. Kachuk is from Scottsdale, Arizona. Yes. Yeah. This week we found out that. Uh, <laughs> A man by the name of Austin Matthews was involved with some disorderly conduct in in Arizona. I don't think it was in Scottsdale, but it was somewhere in Arizona. Beautiful um, transition. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I guess we just keep going with the story. Yeah. So basically, what I heard on the radio this week was that Matthew. I mean, sorry, not Matthew. <laughs> Chuck, Austin Matthews was um, walking out of his apartment in Arizona with a few of his buddies, and. Um, the, the security guard of the apartment was like sitting in her car or something like that for some reason. And Austin Matthews and his buddies saw her sitting in the car. So they went up, started knocking on the window or whatever. And they were a little bit drunk as she described it. Uh, they were probably under the influence a little bit. Uh, and Austin Matthews kind of pulled his pants down and like showed her like his, not his bare ass. He had his underwear on or whatever. And he was like smacking his butt cheeks or something like that. So just <laughs> acting out of pure idiosity yeah um yeah what do you guys think about that i'll let thomas go first <laughs> well he is my favorite player and i don't think this is gonna change my thought of being him my favorite player on the ice uh, off the ice that's an absolute he made an absolute fool of himself uh, especially in a time where the leafs are trying to name captain and he's in the mix to uh take on that captaincy with such an historic franchise i just think that it happened at the worst time because he did not let the GM know or the organization know or anyone know throughout the organization that this matter happened. And now that it's brought up at a critical time in his career where he could be named captain to the Leafs is kind of interesting. So, uh, Joe, what do you think about this? 
it's just like a mess man like it came out as like left field literally like get training camps winding down they're about to name a captain and then yeah. the shit basically it's the fan here mm-hmm. with this news coming out the organization didn't know dubis the gm found out on twitter like basically like everyone else it's which is horrible yeah bad luck on matthews and his like camp like his parents agent whoever and mm-hmm. like i don't think nothing's gonna come of this like he's been charged but like it's like six months in jail time a three thousand dollar fine like i don't think anything's really gonna happen maybe the fine but that's about it i think yeah um, in my opinion i think this is just like like everyone does stupid shit like that every yes. once in a while you know what yeah. i mean like it's not even that big of a deal it could have been worse he's austin yeah. matthews like the media's blowing it up a little bit yeah um, it's not like he was like harming anyone or anything like exactly that. No. he was just being yeah. stupid yeah so yeah. everyone will forget about this basically what's gonna happen first or second game of this austin matthews is gonna score a goal <laughs> fans are gonna start cheering and everyone's gonna forget about it it's yeah not probably gonna matter really so yeah, yeah also i don't think that really hurts his shot at um getting the the c on his jersey i don't think um, I don't in know. my opinion I think it, though, might, it might have but i don't know i don't even you think so they were even if he was even considered like yeah that's the be... other thing i was gonna say in my yeah. opinion like there's a lot of talk that morgan riley could be getting it or, or Tavares. yeah that's what Tavares. I mean. yeah. yeah that's what i was gonna say too. yeah yeah so that's why so he would he might have not even been like in the conversation to yeah, begin with have. like he's yeah. obviously a candidate but like who knows how seriously he was considered before this even See, was brought to light. As a Leafs fan, honestly, as long as they name someone that's deserving of it, like, I'm happy. Like, I think Tavares, Matthews, or Morgan Riley are all deserving of the C. Um, I would say, honestly, Morgan Riley maybe more so than Matthews and Tavares just because he's been there basically with the Leafs through thick and thin. But I won't be disappointed if they name any of those three guys yeah. captain. Good choice. We, yeah. we haven't had a captain for, like, as long as it's i can remember <laughs> yeah it's been a like while. the last who was our last real captain i don't even remember well sundin was our last was, real one was he the Fano. last like D- i know dion oh, Fano, was, but yeah, yeah. our real captain was sundin no i'm talking about like okay, had the well, letter on their jersey yeah, yeah, yeah unfortunately would, would have been dion, the last but... one yeah <laughs> it's a weird situation coming on toronto but uh another point is like if the Leafs are to name a captain and it's not even Matthews, wouldn't you have done it before training camp had even started? Yeah. So what are they waiting for? Yeah, you're for? right. You're I don't right. know I what don't they're waiting for. Maybe they won't name a captain. Like, they so odds are they, they name would, But I don't know why it's taking... Because usually they do like a whole press conference and... Right, like, I get like that. They have like a day dedicated to it, you know? Yeah, all the yeah. captains and who are still alive from Leafs history come in and present the jersey and whatnot, but... Uh, odds are, I think it happens before a day before the season starts. So that's what I think too. Maybe like October first or like yeah, September thirtieth, like next week. So whether it's Matthews or not, I mean, should it affect it? I don't know. Will it affect it? Probably, but I mean, it's just a waiting game now. If they were going to name him captain, they probably would have done it already before. Yeah, that's what I mean. Out, so, so I don't know. I don't know. All right. Oh, well. Did we even announce that we're having a guest on our show today? Yeah, we did. We did Did last week. Yeah, last week we kind of teased it. Yeah, we teased it. Uh, Who wants to to kind of introduce him now? Do you want to or I do it? (laughs) Why don't you do it? Okay, I guess Hayes is doing it again. (laughs) You're Hayes. Okay, um, moment of truth. We got the best guy on Canucks and Pucks podcast here. 
Matthew Zader is joining us for the second time, making his second career debut on N10. What's going on, Matthew? Oh, doing good. Matthew, before we start, I want to ask you a silly question. <laughs> Why did you change your Twitter from yeah, we're all mad about Swaggy that. Canuck <laughs> we're all mad. to Matthew Zader? Or what, I don't even know what your actual Twitter handle is, though. But I was so pissed off when I found out you changed it from Swaggy Canuck because you will always be the Swaggy Canuck. I know, to us, he's always that. Oh, it's totally fine. Uh, just uh, to be more professional in the writing and um, basically, yeah, from advice from different uh, different writers and stuff, I just decided to change it. I see. That makes okay. sense. That makes sense. Right, he's going all boring on us now. Okay. <laughs> no, he's professional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can be swaggy Canuck anytime. That's fine. I'm going to call you Swaggy. Okay. Yeah, that's no problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First question. It's a pretty hard one, Joe. All right. So we all know that Besser signed a three-year, $5.875 per million dollar contract a few days ago or last week. So I just want to know what your opinion on it is and how, like, I think you might know how it's structured in terms of what I mean is, like, the third year and what it means for another – renegotiation so yeah i i mean i was happy about the him signing in the first place i mean at this point i was kind of like well you know sign something um they were going back and forth from long-term short-term deals and settle on bridge contract which i mean i'm fine with because i mean it's still three you know after the three years he's still a restricted free agent so i mean it's not like he's going into free agency unrestricted free agency and at the five million, five point seven five. I mean, that's a steal for him at uh, you know right now. I mean, he's still kind of you know an unknown. I mean, he has had a couple seasons with twenty plus goals, but I mean, if he turns into a forty goal scorer, then you know happy to pay him ten million or whatever, right? But you know, after the three years, mm-hmm. he'll be he'll still be restricted. He does the qualifying offer be like around seven million at that at that point. So, I mean, he can negotiate a, a long-term deal and it sounds yeah. like he, he wants to do that too. Yeah. So, which is good. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, we all know that he hasn't played a full season yet. He's kind of had some injury concerns and some health issues. So right now he's in concussion protocol yeah. before the season even starts. So I just want to know, like, do you think this is kind of like something that will follow this guy? I know like you obviously don't want it to. No, no, yeah, wants, no, yeah. no, 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 no one wishes injuries on players, but like, do you think this is something that he might be like, you know, Patrice Bergeron recently who just plays like 65 to 70 games a season. Right. I mean, like the thing is, well, uh, Bessar hasn't really had concussion. I don't believe he, his injuries have been concussion related in the past. Like, so this is probably his first one and he played the rest of the game. Um, I still am pissed off that they allowed him to play the rest of the game. If yeah, he was, I know. If he was concussed, I mean, he shouldn't have played um, after getting, you know, getting hit. I'm not sure if there was concussion spotters in the stands in the preseason game, but I mean, someone should have kind of flagged that he was concussed and he shouldn't have played. Like he played. I think it was like halfway through the game where that happened. He played the rest of the game. Hmm. So, I mean. Yeah, in a preseason game too. It's me. Yeah. yeah. Like pull him out. Like, yeah, exactly. He shouldn't have played the rest. And then you never know. It could be something that nags him for the rest of the season, which wouldn't be good. I mean. Yeah. Especially I, I, this season. Because oh, the Canucks definitely. 
Dude, their their team's looking pretty nice. Oh yes, I think yeah. he knows that. <laughs> He's got his eyes all over that team now. The thing is, is that I mean, watching their power play. Oh my gosh, the last game when everyone was in the lineup. I mean, they're they're going to be a potent power play, but with without like yesterday's game without Besser and Pedersen, power play looked horrible. So I mean, mm-hmm. and I was at that game. So I know I was going to ask <laughs> you about close that, there. <laughs> so yeah, I saw it. it. It's like that they just were keying on everyone else. No one timers at all on that power play, and it wouldn't be. It's not a good power play without those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have the same kind of like frustration as you do. Like I'm a Montreal fan, and Brian Paling got a concussion in a preseason game. I think it was in, I don't remember where it was, but it was for Craftville hockey. So again, same thing like Besser, like he got hit hard and he stayed in the game. He got a nice assist or whatever, but then he was under concussion protocol yes. and he's not cleared to play yet. So I, I feel your frustration. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, going I, on, oh, you want to no, no, just finishing. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming, going on a lighter side of things, I know you had a, <laughs> your eyes on a few players last night, including one defenseman that's, I think, pretty good and oh, going to yeah. be pretty good in this league, uh, Quinn Hughes. But, but one question about him is, how did he look, and will he be up for the Calder with his brother Jack? How? Well, I was being the up close. Uh, well, first part, what, being up close, like I was seven rows from the ice. So, I mean, watching him skate. And, you know, from a perspective of TV or um, even further up in the stands, it's, you don't see his, the way he can, you know, his skating is so fluid and so smooth. Mm-hmm. And the way he, at his turns too, is like, it's even more pronounced being so close to, to him. So, I mean, I'm very impressed on, I was impressed all game, even though he didn't score, he didn't, uh, yeah. you know, but the way he skates is just phenomenal. And uh, second part, I, I think he will be there. I mean, it seems like Travis Green's kind of – it could be preseasonal getting him some minutes, but mm-hmm. it seems like he trusts him quite a bit already. So, I mean, if he if he's able to be on the first unit power play, plays consistent minutes, um, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. he'll get the points, you know, playing, playing mostly with Pedersen. And, you know, I would think that Green would get him out with, with the big guys – and oh, you definitely want to, yeah. you know, and the way he can pass the puck and move the puck up ice. I mean, he's going to be there most of the time. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're definitely yeah. excited about that. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think it's worth placing a bet on him to win Rookie of the Year this year? Um, I probably, if I was a betting man, I would. <laughs> oh, I, would. I mean, the I odds are probably would. amazing. I don't know yeah. what they are. I might even look him up right now, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really high on him, so. I I I would. Okay. Well, there you heard yeah. for your first. Happy Gator <laughs> putting his bet on Quinn Hughes to win the Calder. Uh, yeah. Some other odds we have to factor in here. Flager, you have them. You have a question for Matthew. Yeah, I'm. I want to steer away from the Canucks talk here. Sure. Um, what division do you think is going to be the strongest this year? I I still think I think the Central. Um, Central division. Really. Yeah, I mean, the way that, uh, I mean, I don't know, Winnipeg may not be as strong this year. And uh, I was kind of flipping between the Metro, Metropolitan Division too. I mean, they're always tough uh, as a division. So I'm between probably the Metro in the East and then Central here. Interesting. That's surprising for us here because I think we talked about it before uh, we started recording, but um, like Joe 
and I'm assuming Thomas and I, we all agree that we think the Atlantic is going to be the toughest. I mean, Ooh. we're kind of biased because we have right. we're Leafs fans and Canadians fans. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, you have Tampa in that division. Right, right. Leafs are going to be good. Canadians are going to be good this year, probably. Even Florida could be in the playoff conversation. Well, Jer- New Jersey's um, in that division, too, yeah. right? So, no, no, they're in the no, Metro. No, they're, they're in, in the Metro. Metro. That's why I'm yeah. saying the Metro. Yeah, that's right. No. No, but the, <laughs> honestly, though, New Jersey's going to be a good team this year. Like, they're going to improve the Metropolitan Division, if anything. Yes. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'll be watching New Jersey all year, the way they – I mean, all their additions and, you know, Jack Hughes, too. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're going to be a good team to watch. All right, so I'm going to bring it back into Canucks talk. And since we're talking about divisions, obviously the Canucks in the Pacific division. And for the time being, they're, they have the least amount of teams until Seattle yes. comes in. So I just wanted to know, realistically, what are their playoff odds for this year? Because they did add a lot up front. They had yeah. Myers on the blue line and Jordy Ben. And obviously the development of Pedersen, he'll be in his second full season. Besser, obviously. So I just wanted to know, like, realistic odds for them to even just make a wild card spot. I'm I'm going for that. Uh, I think that they will um, be up for a wild card because the thing is, is you look at teams like Anaheim, LA, San, even San Jose. I'm not really high on them this year. Um, Same here. You know, I you know you look at LA and Anaheim are both kind of in semi-rebuild mode i mean their big guys aren't dominant as much as they used to be um you know they're aging out so i mean even in arizona i don't know they're kind of an unknown i mean i don't know how phil Kessel's gonna gonna fit uh, on the team and then and then vegas it will be there so i mean you know the top and then calgary calgary's probably going to be at the top of the division again um but, I mean, I think the Canucks will probably be battling for a wild card for sure. Yeah, I have them around there too, battling it yeah. out and squeaking in as a second wild card spot, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, well, we know Pedersen's good, we know Besser's good, <laughs> and we know Quinn Hughes is going to be good. Yes. But the breakdown recently released the top 50 uh, players in the NHL articles, a series of articles that I've written. Uh, we just want to know who your top three NHL players would be. Because TSN kind of released theirs on Tuesday, yeah. and we're releasing our 10 to 1 tomorrow. So yeah. who would be in your 3 to 1 if you were to make like, a list right there? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, we're kind of putting it on the spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've, I've already got, like, I'll go, I already have Connor McDavid. I mean, Connor McDavid's <laughs> yeah. number one. Pretty obvious. I mean, hands down, even though he's in Edmonton, I <laughs> he's the you know, he has everything that, a, you know, a top hockey player has to have speed, skill. He can beat you in like, I don't know, thousands of ways. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and Austin Matthews, I, even though, I mean, some of the news that he's been coming out in the last couple of days, yeah. I don't want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> but just hockey wise, he's, he's probably one of the, my top three as well. Wow. Okay. Giving some hype um, for a boy. Yeah, I mean, not not to pander, <laughs> but I he's he's super skilled too. So I mean, it's you know top. I would probably put him three, mm-hmm. and then uh, I go with Kucherov. Okay, uh, with two. So, so yeah, okay. Austin yeah, Matthews, Kucherov, clear, and yeah. uh, Connor McDavid. I think McDavid's a no-brainer. I I mean, he's number one on my my list by far. There, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I would probably have McDavid one and then honestly a coin flip between Crosby oh, and Crosby. McKinnon at two or three. Oh, you know, yes. Nathan McKinnon, yes. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially he, the last the like, playoffs that seasons. I saw, like, yeah, the, that playoff run that they went on wasn't a big run, but like he was like spectacular. Yeah. That was Amazing. basically McKinnon and the Colorado first line against everyone. Right. <laughs> oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, we, well, we, I know I know Matthew's not a huge fan of Sidney Crosby, <laughs> but, I mean, he didn't even make it top three. So Why that, is that? Yeah. I'm curious. I, Why is that? I have, I have not really been a fan of his <laughs> right back from when he st- first started. Like, I, you know, don't go by thinking that. <laughs> I don't think he's very skilled. I think he's really, like, super skilled. He's probably one of the best in that. But I just found it kind of turned me off is how how whiny he was in his first few years. <laughs> like he, all anytime you know he get he get hit or he would start crying to the ref and <laughs> I don't know I he just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, so you're no, not, that's that is fair. Yeah. A lot of people thought that about him when he first came into yeah. the league. I like I he's probably not as bad now. No, I um, think so, yeah. he's you know he's kind of grown out of that. Yeah. But that still sticks with me every time <laughs> I see him. So I don't know. <laughs> It made a yeah, bad mark on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No so denying, no denying yeah. a skill. So Obviously. in that whole, remember when Ovi and it was like that whole Ovi and Crosby oh, no. conversation back in like when they were rookies, basically. Were you on the Ovechkin side of things? Yes. Hundred <laughs> oh, percent. I think like yeah. I would say the top three players. I mean, it's hard to pick, but I, I Ovechkin's right in there too. So. Yep. I mean. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong to that. We talked about it a few episodes ago on our Fantasy Hockey Podcast uh, episode, and basically we all agreed that Ovechkin's always usually our go-to guy if we have the first overall pick because you yeah, know yeah. he'll put up like 50 goals a season at least, and he'll get you those fantasy points to, get to, to win, stuff, or yeah. hopefully, hopefully, hopefully win you uh, your fantasy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. He's always consistent. Oh, definitely. All right, I think that's pretty much it. That's all the questions we had asked, unless, Andrew, Joe, you have any more? I'm good. That's no, all I, think, I have. Yeah, that's all we got for this uh, interview with Big Swag. <laughs> yeah, Big oh, Swag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> going to keep calling him that from now on. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us. I know you really welcomed me on your podcast. Hopefully, we could get the whole Breakdown crew oh, yes. on there one day. Uh, but yeah, thanks fun. for your second time on here. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. All right, that was Matthew Zader, part of the Canucks and Pucks podcast. We thank him for coming on our episode number 32 of End Tent. Uh, boys, he had a lot of good stuff to say. Um, but we're probably going to have another guest in the pipeline, right, Flager? We Hopefully, can kind of tease it now. We've been, all literally all summer, we've been waiting from a, a pretty well-known guest. It's just, it's been hard to coordinate because he's been so busy Yeah. Um, with... Uh, his occupation, I'll say, I'll call it. <laughs> um, but hopefully, within the next month, we'll get him on. Um, LA Kings fans, you guys Ooh, will be happy. That's a good. I'll news. leak it a little bit. I'll leak <laughs> it. Um, yeah, that'll that'll be a good good guest to have on too. This mm-hmm. is the second time though that we had Matthew come on. Yeah. I unfortunately wasn't a part of the first interview with him. Yes. Um, I I really enjoyed that interview, like listening to it though. Um, after you guys recorded it, but I enjoyed talking with him. Um, and he actually really knows what he's talking about. I mean, he's yeah. a contributor for the hockey writer, so 
anyone that's writing for um a website of that prestige must really exactly. know what they're talking about yeah uh he i mean he's a diehard canucks fan but yeah i um go listen to his podcast actually yeah it's very sure. good yeah because I'm a you guest were, on it. You were a guest on that. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, you guessed it on that. Made my first yeah, guest yeah. debut on his podcast. Yeah, he was really nice. And he, he's really well-spoken and knows his stuff. So You were the first out. guest on that podcast? Well, there was another guy too, but I wasn't recording with him. But yeah, we they kind of matched the episode together, which is really good, I think. And uh, yeah, it worked really well. I don't know what the guy's name is, the other guest, but I was one of them. So yeah, I'm fortunate nice. for that to happen. Uh, any last words from you guys? Last oh, words. Okay. Um, we always the, do it. I mean. Yeah, yeah. The baseball playoffs are starting extremely soon. This is the last weekend for games to determine positioning, and not everyone's confirmed for wild card spot yet. So it's going to be interesting this weekend. So the breakdown's got lots of content. I did one about the Dodgers' uh, World Series wishful. Mm-hmm. to see if they're finally going to get over the hump. <laughs> I know we got other members on our team making it as well. They're called, it's called World Series Wishful, and then we're going to have uh, kind of series breakdowns and predictions once the seedings are set for sure, and just check us out on the breakdown for that. Uh, there's lots of NFL content if you're into NFL at all. Um, I actually, um, I've been helping out with the primetime Sunday night slate. Um, I give out some NFL DFS advice, um, and the other guy that I'm writing those articles with, he's like, I think he's he's perfect on his bets on the pr- Sunday night primetime slate on all of his bets. That includes totals, money line bets, point spread, all that fun stuff. Uh, so check out our website for NFL content as well. Uh, but Thomas, you've been releasing, I mean, technically this is kind of a group effort, but yes, you've been putting yeah. the articles together. Yep. So basically, if our listeners may or may not know already. Um, but basically what we did was the breakdown NHL contributors got together and we compiled a list of the top 50 NHL players for the upcoming 2019-2020 season. Every every person's uh, list was different. Yes. Uh, anyways, basically, basically what we did was we averaged out uh, the rankings for each player and we came up with the breakdown's top 50 NHL players of the 2019-2020 season. And this week, players listed 10 through to one yes being released so that'll be coming out. i don't know when that'll be coming out probably on should be tomorrow yeah so september but, 27th is tomorrow yeah. um if you're yeah that, that's kind of how days work right <laughs> no but i'm like people are gonna hear this probably after the 27th oh, yeah, so it, yeah. it's probably out by now by the time people are <laughs> listening to this so go check out our website for that too um you might be surprised maybe not uh, just yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think you'd be surprised, but I, it's no, pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> I mean, is. I think you, I think everyone knows who the top three is, but uh, yeah. whether the order's right or whatnot. But uh, well, that's the thing: is the exactly. order correct? Maybe not everyone will agree. Yeah, exactly. You can tweet to us if you disagree. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll be doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to knock our fans, but I mean, you know, if they're if they're pretty loyal, they would probably just doesn't, do right now. He just doesn't want the heat. No, I don't. And it's a group decision, right? Every everyone who asks Speaking me, like, of, sorry, this is off topic. Speaking of heat, uh, we talked about Matthew Kachuk's side week. We oh, finally don't yeah. have to hear from yes. uh, our good friend, big Flames fan. 
Yes. Uh, he's he literally has been tweeting about Matthew Kachuk and how the Flames need to sign him for the last two months. Every single day, he'll come out with a Kachuky cheese tweet. Literally. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and now we won't have to hear about it anymore. So I'm happy Thank about the that. Lord. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys are relieved from that. Uh, basically, yeah, Flager just teased everything I was gonna say. Thanks, Flags. Thanks for reading my mind. Uh, sorry, really appreciate sorry. it. No, it's is good. That, I don't even have that, to talk. You don't uh, have any last words though. No, that was it. I mean, I don't have to talk anymore. I just no, gotta say the he's conclusion. He's just mailing it in. Yeah, I'm just mailing it in. All right. Also, uh, before yeah, we sign off, I want to brag a little bit. So I'm in a okay. work NFL pool, and on Monday night, I won basically the week of my point spread pool. Um, heading into the Monday night football game. Um. Anyways, I just want to brag a little bit. I okay. guessed the point total for the Monday night football game bang on this week and i was super psyched about that because that's the first time i've ever hit a point total back uh so i just wanted to rub that in a little bit before we okay whoever whoever you're rubbing it into they're probably pissed i'm just assuming so (laughs) all right uh that's been episode number 32 of end to end tv joe and flags we will catch you guys next week